0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. The, uh, the courage that it takes to again and again come back to ourselves, come back to this moment, come back to our experience. Um, it's it's a simple practice maybe simple in some ways um but it's definitely not easy um, and to trust that there is a value in doing this that there is um i think it's okay is it is it moving is it yeah I think so. <laughs> okay um Things only happen once, so if we don't record it. Yes. Um, To trust that there is a value in what we're doing. And sometimes it will be very clear, very apparent, and sometimes it won't, you know. It's... um, We used to have this joke of, you know, um, something about meditation practices as literally doing nothing. <laughs> What'd you do? Well, I sat around all day and did nothing. <laughs> okay. Um, at the uh, there was recently a celebration for 50 years of the Berkeley Zen Center. And they printed up these t-shirts, 50 years of accomplishing nothing. <laughs> so, um, so there's a poem about this. Okay, this is called, Poem on Walking, Standing, Sitting, and Lying Down. Most of the things we've been doing today, you know, some of you may recognize this phrase as the, the four postures that the Buddha talked about in the Satipatthana Sutta, the four postures most suitable for meditation. Walking, standing, sitting, and lying down. So, without thinking that he protects the rice. Without thinking that he protects the rice, the scarecrow in the mountain small paddy doesn't exist in vain. Without thinking that he protects the rice. The scarecrow in the mountain's small paddy doesn't exist in vain. Just to give a little context, this is um, also a, a poem by Dogen from Japan. And um, in that time in Japan, scarecrows were dressed up as monks. <laughs> so you could imagine the scarecrow in the black monk's robe and maybe the, the, the hat that, that the monks would wear for begging that covers their eyes, you know, with the arms out or something. And um, even though the scarecrow doesn't exactly maybe doesn't exactly understand what he's doing um, he's actually performing a very important function right he's protecting the food for the village um, and in so in what way is this what in what way does this image or this Um, understanding, encapsulate meditation practice. Without thinking that he protects the rice, the scarecrow doesn't exist in vain. Um, I love this, and I, I always feel very encouraged by it, because in one sense it means that the goodness, the benefit um, of our practice doesn't depend on so much on what we think we're doing, our particular understanding in this place and time. You know, if you've had a meditation practice for some time, you can probably remember all the different ways you've, you know, practiced, thought about practice, thought about what you were doing, thought about what you were gonna get out of it, or this or that, and how that's evolved and that's changed over time. And um, so something about, it's, it's not up to us to figure this out, you know, but to actually show up and be here and fulfill our function to express ourselves. Um, We can really trust that this is not in vain, you know, that something very important is happening here. You know, it may not be, uh, we may not be aware of it, we may not know exactly what's happening, but you know, in Zen they say things like the whole universe is supported by your sitting by your practice that in in uh, this willingness to again and again return return to our place and um, we can really trust that this is not in vain Um, um And in a day like this, when we are, in some ways, probably stretching ourselves, you know, and meditating in this um, sustained way, longer than we usually do, um, to, especially now as we get into kind of the third part of the day, to give some special attention to um, kindness, compassion, care for ourselves in whatever arises in the mind, in the heart that may be difficult. You know, um, we're so good at um, distracting ourselves and avoiding what's difficult and uh, very quickly replacing what's unpleasant with what's pleasant. Um, And often when there's an instruction like to soften and to sit in a way, to receive experience in a way that's soft, it has a tendency to highlight all the places that aren't soft, you know all of the tension and tightness. And um, so so to uh, really make an effort to meet whatever is difficult um, with some kindness, with some gentleness that... Um, that this is, there's a tremendous value to um, being awake to ourselves, being alive to what we're actually experiencing, and to somehow um, metabolizing that. This is called metabolizing our karma, you know, where... We're meeting it with awareness, and we're letting it flow through. We're letting it uh, process, and um, it's not always easy. So to to so just um, just want, really want to honor that and um, make space for. Um, bringing support and kindness and care um, uh, to ourselves. One of my teachers uh, used to say something like, I've tried everything else, but compassion is the only thing that seems to work. (laughs) You know? Um, And the more kindness and compassion we can bring, give to ourselves, um, we may find that it's easier to meet others with that and offer that to others. There's tremendous, tremendous gift that we can bring into the world. But we need to, we need to learn how to meet, give it to ourselves first, meet, uh, meet this in ourselves. So, um, okay, thank you very much.